0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast
1: Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.
2: Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking.
1: Dive in with code WinGeeks 15 to save
0: 15% off your first order at toying.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you... And welcome to another episode of We Be Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself. Mike, hey Derek, I got some yes. great, I have some great <clears throat> guests on this week. Great horror film. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I'll say horror. Great suspense film, if anything. I mean, I found it very suspenseful. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and you know how we are with independent film artists and creators. We have Robert Thompson, who's a writer. We have Oliver Poser, who is in charge of effects. And we have Venus Thomas, who she's not wearing the same dress that she wore the other when we were trying to schedule this she says she's gonna wear that dress again
3: <laughs> actually my name is venus de milo thomas um venus what? thomas is my mom's name
0: <laughs> uh, i'm going based on what's on on screen on our sky oh, okay. it just well, says venus thomas so i apologize yeah venus de milo thomas correct so Thank
3: you.
0: <laughs> how are you guys doing so well well Doing good. So um, we got a chance to see a screener of the film. And to my surprise, the story was was done by a former guest we've had on the show. And that's James. You, you remember yeah. James, don't you, Derek? Uh... I want to say, refresh my memory. <laughs> I believe the film that we talked about that he did when he was directing was during COVID. It's the one with the kidney being, kidney being stolen while in the bathtub. I can't remember the name of the film off the top of my head. I remember the film. It was a great film. Uh, and he said it was all filmed in, in their neighborhood that he was living at. Anyway, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long couple of years. Who would like to tell us a little bit about Frost?
2: Come on, guys!
0: (laughs) <laughs>
3: what oh my gosh it's a great great movie oh the film set in where where is it where does it take place any to any town mountain like country
2: <laughs> yeah i don't think i said it specifically anywhere uh i think it was just set in like the uh kind of like the north nowhere <laughs> or, sorry upper <laughs> California, oregon stuff like that somewhere mm-hmm.
0: in- anywhere north in Hilly county
2: right. um, where there's plenty of snow
0: yeah which right now is almost anywhere up north. Yes, Derek? <laughs> Derek's in Massachusetts. Um, so I'm in Florida.
4: <laughs> we don't have snow yet, but we're getting close.
0: <laughs> so, Robert, how did the... I, I know in the beginning uh, there was disclaimer. It's based on a true story.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, is it just one of those... Was it based on an actual story or story, a bunch of different true stories that have been put out there and you just combined a bunch of them?
2: A lot of my research as far as that project went, um, because there's a surprising number of individuals that go missing um, when hiking or, you know, traveling across the country, stuff like that. And a lot of my research was just trying to find the common denominator of what they dealt with and um, like how many, what kind of experiences they would have, like um, hypothermia, stuff like that played into it. like doing the research for it, uh, it wasn't, for me, um, the idea came from from James as far as the layout goes. Um, I gotta give him credit. He gave me the, the most detailed uh, one-pager I could have ever asked. Oh, for wow. To, um, <clears throat> yeah, my, personally, it, you know, I, my research was from just general survival, I guess, survival stories. Um, But I'm not sure if there was like a specific one he pulled from.
0: Okay, so Robert, or sorry, Oliver and Venus, how did y'all get involved with the project?
1: Um, actually, yes. uh, James Jackson is um, uh, definitely wants to do a little movie like this. If I would be available and interested, I said, "Yeah, send me the script." I wrote it. Says it's amazing. Um, It was a bit of a challenge for a lower budget, but yeah, we made it happen. So. You thing was that I definitely was definitely pregnant, Some to saves me something, some belly and stuff. So yeah, I uh, had to do some research of uh, how does the different stages of when you get cold, uh, how the, uh, stages until you're finally dead in the snow, so and I think it looks kind of realistic. Okay
0: and i was i was wrong uh i had my movies confused we had james on when he was doing uh for jennifer we had him with uh felissa rose oh yeah which still was a great movie how that was done during the pandemic so speaking of pandemic was this filmed during the pandemic or was it filmed after things were starting to lighten up
2: it was as far as uh i know um filmed pretty much at the height of the pandemic.
1: I know that they were having to follow protocol on set and everything. Yeah, it was in March last year, so it's the first thing we could shoot after the pandemic. Right in the pandemic, actually.
3: Yeah, that's what was a lot of the allure for me, because things had dried up acting-wise. So it was like very little that you could do, and Devaney was like, we can do this completely remotely. So I was like, wow. You know, I can still get to work when everything is shut down. Um, so that was an amazing opportunity for me. And after I read the script, I was, like, scared and then also just amazed. Like, it, 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 like if, like I knew that if it was done right, it, it was going to be really good. And they really did it right. So uh, it was a really good, really good job.
0: So, Robert, being a writer, pandemic really didn't affect you work-wise too much. I mean, you were still able to work, correct? I mean,
2: uh yes and no I, I get what you're saying and to that degree yes but also at the same time i mean when venus says that it worked dried up that year it, it was yeah. literally like by close of business that day they were closed ready to go home we were i was hoping to have a conservatively fifty thousand dollar year that year just based off of writing jobs And that was just on overnight. Um, And I know other actors, other writers, people that I've worked with. um, It was just a very, I don't want to say uh, depressing time, but with work just disappearing overnight, it was a very stressful time for sure.
0: Uh, With me being in the entertainment industry as well, um, not in film, but I'm an audio engineer at at Walt Disney World in Florida. I think that's one of the first times I've ever seen entertainment be affected like like we were. I mean, 9-11 happened. There was a pause, but entertainment still happened. Right Now, maybe a day or two later, the entertainment kicked back up. Things were still gone because that was the release from the, the tragedy that was happening. Uh, with the pandemic, everything shut down. Entertainment-wise, there was no. Films, theme parks, there's you know, whatever was on TV was already shot or almost done. It 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 was wild seeing what it what it did to our industry as a whole.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so a project like this definitely seems like a, it was a, a godsend for you guys. Yeah. Definitely.
3: Yeah. I didn't I was afraid to even if I were to get a job, I didn't want to get sick on set. Like that seems like the worst, you know, and, and there was so little that was known. And there were so many people dying that it, I didn't even want to go anywhere, or do anything, you know, even though, you know, <laughs> that's my, you know, what I what right. I live for. So, yeah, it was really hard.
4: But um. so what do, what did you have to do to film this for your part?
3: Um, I was able to, I think I recorded the, uh, I also do like voiceovers. So I had my microphone and I think nice. I recorded the, um, the VO part on my mic with my microphone. I was able to provide them with like wave files. And then, um, for the on-camera part, I just, you know, recorded myself on camera. Um, and, uh, you know, just like a phone call and I just sent them that file. Right. So I worked, (laughs) you know,
4: that's good. Yeah,
3: but it was cool to be able to collaborate. And, you know, uh, I have a filmmaking background as well. So I'm always get I always get inspired when, you know, I get to be a part of something like this. And this even being such a small project, it's also a very big project too. (laughs) They you guys managed to really make it a a big scale. Like it's it's got scaled way up. It's it's really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I really was impressed. It was like, wait, this is an independent film? Is it, this was, yeah. it definitely felt a, a lot more high quality than, than it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, for Oliver, the I'm not going to spoil too much or uh, try not to spoil too much. <laughs> I say that now. Um, the effects. Obviously we, we've kind of alluded to people disappearing in the woods, hypothermia and whatnot. The prepping the, the main set that we see majority of the film with the car, the crashed car. how hard was it to put in the debris which that's as far as I'll go describing what but putting the debris in such a manner to uh, make it safe but still look like it would like you threw the actors down the hill in the car.
1: Mm-hmm. So we all stayed in a little cabin, um, and it, the car was actually parked pretty close to the, to the cabin, so it was not far to set. It looks like this is the middle of nowhere, but it was just actually yeah a few steps from the car to set, from the cabin where we stayed. So
0: Just like Empire Strikes Back?
1: We shot it in Fraser Park. Interesting. It's like an hour, hour and a half north of California, L.A., so some days we had snow, some days we had uh, sunshine. So it was, yeah, that at the end of winter. But um, yeah, it was actually pretty easy since it was just Stephanie and Vernon um, that did the makeups sound and, yeah, effects.
0: Very cool.
4: Uh, I will say I was definitely impressed with the, the different stages of, of hypothermia. That the character went through and everything. Actually, both
0: characters are father too.
2: Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. And that that a lot of that was um. I guess this plays back into the uh the COVID question you had earlier, but um, like Brandon came to me early on in the process, and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna try to shoot something." and i'm i'm confused by that because everything's shut down and i'm like how are you going to do that and he's like well we had something set up and there is basically at the the budget range where we can just go ahead and do it if we're safe and since it's small enough but the idea is basically just i think when he first brought it to me like it was basically devony getting um stranded in the middle of nowhere or in a in a blizzard um I was like, "Yeah, cool." And I was super concerned. My first question was, "How is sh- how are you going to get snow in California?" First of all, when everything's shut down. Um, and mm-hmm. to my surprise, he's actually sent me a couple photos from where they live, and like it, it looks beautiful as far as when winter hits up there. So um, there were days when oh, wow. the, the snow was absolutely real. Um, they just, yeah, had the privilege of shooting in it. But um, my first concern with that was like, what? how are you going to... Because Devaney, in the movie, her character is pregnant. That's because Devaney at the time was extremely, extraordinarily pregnant. And my concern was, how is she going to shoot? And how are you going to make her comfortable on set to get through an entire film of it just basically being her? And... Um, Brandon gave me the typical director, uh, not your concern kind of thing, <laughs> basically just in a nice way telling me she'll be OK. So I'm like, OK. So he he sends me over the one page from James. And again, it was you know, it was it was surprisingly detailed for a one pager, not because it was from James, but because I just hadn't gotten something that. That detailed to work off. He's like, can you take him work with this? I was like, yeah, the basic ideas are already here. I just have to turn it into 90 pages for you guys. Um, and then from there, like just the stages of her situation and how she goes through that. Was part research and part how do we how do we keep this one location, one character project entertaining while still making sure that Vernon is on his schedule and stuff like that? all of that's dealt with. So it was actually very easy when when we cut away to other characters or other parts of the movie. when we come back to her, there there's a new stage and she progresses and it's a very fluid thing I think she goes through. and I think that's what ups the um, suspense of it. At least that was my intention uh, i would say you were successful there yeah well thank you gentlemen i appreciate that um for oliver
0: what was one of the more challenging effects that you had to do
2: um,
1: actually i was a baby so we didn't have the time but a budget to sculpt a baby that would work so i came up with something i just had and modified a few things remolded it and ran it in silicon uh, to make it look, this is a bit smaller than it's supposed to be, but I had not a lot of options throughout this tight budget we had and the, the time we had to prep it. Uh, I was a bit worried that it looks kind of goofy, but I think it worked out. So they used a few shots of real baby, uh, but, um, yeah, 90% was just this silicon baby. Yep. I think looks pretty good. So she covered most of us, so that's... Not completely shown that it's too small or a bit smaller than uh, it actually is. Nothing sells the effect. So um, that was Uh kind of challenging. Yeah. And makeups, um, a lot of research. Not to go too far. It looks goofy later. Or I think I hit the right spot with uh, the makeups. And yeah.
0: Very cool. Yeah. I I thought it looked great. I did. Be honest with you, you had me fooled. I I didn't think it was a a silicone molded baby. I thought you know, it, it could have been yeah. I never, like I never others, would have guess that that you know it could have been something from like a Walmart or or Five Below, and then you know effects treated afterwards. To, to make it more realistic instead of plasticky uh, the silicone is <coughs> a, yeah.
1: so a, the, amazing the silicone a bit more realistic so it was actually kind of a doll that like yeah I was looking for something that looks as close to a ba- real baby as possible Stuff, but I can't leave the plastic thing. It just looks infused. if you don't show it, it's okay. But I want something you really that you can interact with, so it makes it easier for the actor. And doing this stuff, CTI is yeah, kind of hard. It's also expensive. I uh, so this is the best thing to do it to pull it off. That it looks yeah, but you can play with the baby. And I think it looks kind of real. A few scenes was okay, but I think it worked.
0: I, I was impressed because, again, being a behind-the-scenes guy myself, I'm thinking, okay, they found a pretty realistic-looking doll for this. But to, to hear that you, you made a silicone mold, I'm assuming, off a doll to get the look, that's even better. Then, then it makes more sense that it's, um, it, it's able to move a little bit with a little bit more resistance like a baby would and not be just a cloth floppy.
1: Because if the baby would look like fake, it doesn't, would it kill the movie itself. So um, the, the tone is like, okay, this is just a doll. Um, it would kill a lot of the things that I have to cover for something that looks as realistic as possible. So
0: See, I, I want to go to another <laughs> question, but it'll spoil a big key part of the film. I just don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, So Venus, what was one of the more challenging parts for you, uh, with the role that you had uh, as Sasha, uh, for this film?
3: It it wasn't challenging and without, that that was the amazing thing about it is, is that Devani had made it Mm so really looking forward to working with Devani and, uh, Brandon. And it's like when the pandemic hit, it was like, oh, this isn't going to happen. And we don't know for how long. Um, but when she was able to, to pull together such a project that was COVID friendly, (laughs) it was like, it made it a lot. It made it really easy for me to, um, to do. And it, it, it was the easiest job I've ever had, honestly, because I was just, <laughs> I, I just did it a few times and I sent it in and then they called me and said, Hey, the movie's done. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was, um, nice. that yeah, out well. it was really, you know, and it was really fun to, to, to be able to, you know, do just set up my situation here and, and and make my contribution to the film and then you know see see what happened and uh the result is amazing it's such a good movie it's so good i'm i love the devony's acting is is really great and, yeah. and- about this baby this mm. I, like yeah the baby is like oh my gosh it's so cool it's I, so cool but the idea that it's practical in and not cgi you know right. which it really makes it it, it, it kind of goes back to the old style of horror movies and i really love it when you can see you know it's really i mean it looks it looks like you know it's real it's there you know it's not a drawing or
0: right yeah ring I, I love seeing her in a different um character aspect from the yeah. previous movie I saw her in, which was a uh, bus party from hell oh. <laughs> who also had a previous guest on the show. Uh, Sadie Katz in it. And it it's, it's this six degrees of separation of we Be geeks guests that we have going on with this movie mm-hmm. between James and, and Sadie and Ebony. And yeah, I, I wish she could have been on as well. But, uh, I think they're saying she's dealing Trav- travel on Trav- baby. And it's like, baby I don't care about bring her up bring the baby on too we're fine with that <laughs> uh, wouldn't be the first time won't be the last um what is for Robert and Oliver what were the most challenging parts for the film for you guys
2: I'm gonna I'll let him answer first <laughs>
1: um yeah as I told as the baby was saying that that has to look real uh rest was just research uh made the, the tentacle did the icicles and uh yeah, the baby was actually, for me, the challenging thing. Weather situation was yeah, kind of hard, but yeah, it's more actually for the actors, so... I
0: loved, <laughs> how, I loved how realistic the tree branches looked. Yeah. Oh, wait, they, they were real.
1: <laughs> they were. It makes it hard for her to get in the car, so it was, was hard to work on her, so it was hard for her to get to step out of the car to maybe fix some makeups or something, so it was a bit of a challenge, um, but yeah... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, that, it, it was impressive on how they looked in the car. Uh, and then later, the, the effects that you did with uh, her tackle box, which I don't remember seeing it open up during the crash. But then all of a sudden, that the, that discovery of it did open up and she sent a sense was uh, caught in friendly fire with that tackle box was was pretty impressive as well. So kudos to that. I, I enjoyed that. Um the the wolf, uh, I remember right. Credits shadow. How hard was it working shadow in to the sequence w- with the scene that he's involved with? He's or the Shadow's is involved with. Not knowing it's he or she.
2: Uh, I mean so. The thing with this this kind of concept and what Brandon kept bringing back to me, um, and it actually made this this script very challenging without wrapping COVID around everything. But um, like every time I would turn in a new a new draft to him or send him a new scene that I wrote, um, his response was always, "What can you put her through worse? What can you put her?" Th- you to this step in the script yet because james may have got had an you know there were a few times where james had the idea of what she experienced written through but i had to like take and flesh that out a little bit um yeah every time he it it got kind of comical after a while what what worse can you do to her what how Basically, how close can you push her to the edge without pushing her over? (laughs) Um, And uh, I don't think she could have got much closer to that edge by the end of the movie than she did. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's one way to put it. (laughs) But uh, one of well, the the wolf you asked about the wolf specifically. Um, So Brandon it's great to work with Brandon and write for Brandon because he will come to me or he'll bring or Devaney will have an idea and he'll bring it because they are a a package deal. Um, so it's great to have somebody that they'll, they'll kind of bring me the, these ideas sometimes and say, you know, how much more can you mess take and make this messier and stuff like that. Um, Wolf, I was super excited because with the Wolf, he was like, we're going to have an actual Wolf on set. It's not going to be, CG. It's not going to be anything like that. We're going to use green screen, but it'll actually be here. It'll be on location with her. And, uh, I'm super hyped about that. So, um, he's like, write A scene or a couple scenes with the wolf in it, which, um, if you guys remember the movie, it comes at a very prominent time when, if she needs a, a point where she breaks, it's kind of that point where she goes in the movie. Um, And yeah, it ended up working out really well. And he was like, this is what we have to work with. And can you write a scene for us with a wolf in it? And I was like, I absolutely will take that job. Not that it already wasn't mine, but that's besides the point. (laughs) So it sounds like
0: the tagline for Frost is, what can you, what can you put her through worse?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to be totally honest though. I do have to say this for Brandon. There was a couple times where I turned in a scene or two, and he was like, we can pull it back a little bit. You don't have to <laughs> quite, you know, <laughs> not quite there. So, it, it honestly, um, I found writing it kind of cathartic in that sense. And um, I do know that, that the project was cathartic for Brandon uh, in a way, too. Um, the movie circles around her relationship with her father and that was a key thing and that was part of the reason why he brought me on to start with um early on in 2020 my father passed away in in may of that year and um, Brandon had lost his father as well. And one of the main things he pitched me on for this project was, you know, this of dealing with that kind of sadness and, and working through it as therapeutic as possible. I, I may have overstepped that therapeutic term there a little bit with this project, but that's besides the point.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, r- really a, a character study kind of, and it, it was, it's strange to like look back on that project because it's kind of like a, a flash, in you know, a. A very dark point, uh, in my life and, and, and everybody's life in 2020. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like a snapshot of that. And it's, it was very cathartic and, and therapeutic to see how her relationship played through the movie and that that was always a center concept for them to work off of.
0: Okay.
4: So how did, how did, uh, Devaney handle all the stuff that you, you put her through? Did she ever, did she ever have any, uh, uh, anything, any issues or think anything went a little too far or?
2: Oh, um, well, honestly, I don't, I don't think that I ever heard, uh, Devaney feels this is too far. Um, I know, I, again, you know, I, I do, I, I know she was uh, very pregnant while they were filming this movie and I can't imagine that that was the most relaxing time <laughs> for her to, uh, take <laughs> with though. And um, it, the one thing I can say about Devaney is that she's 100% professional all the time. So like, if if she's going to be on set and she was going to take on the project, whether she was pregnant or had just lost an arm or whatever she might have went through at the time, she was going to show up every day and give 110% the best that she could. So I have no no regrets about her starring in the role or doubts about it. And I don't think she has any issues with how it came how it came out because uh she was going through her own tumultuous time with the baby being due soon so i know she had to deal with all that oh. mm. uh. it's
3: always extreme i always wanted to work on a film while i was pregnant and i think that's an amazing feat that she got to do that and star in a movie while being pregnant i just think that's just like so like cool um yeah I, I, I that's a part of the story as well and it's real, it's really real like that's just awesome and I think that's what uh, the acting was just phenomenal and I think a lot of it was because it was so close
2: to reality
0: speaking close to reality since we know she didn't give birth on set <laughs> um, and again not going to spoil anything but the one scene that involved the baby how does she when that was first approached to her how does she take that was there any any um resistance to it we know that's not the word i was looking for but that'll work was there any resistance to it or was that
2: here's here's what i can say about that that um no spoilers so i'm gonna try to be as vague as possible but when they when it came to that scene that that sequence um my goal and my mindset was I need to have pushed her as far as I possibly could. She needs to have gotten to a point as a character where she felt no other no other choice. There was no other choice for her but to do what she did. Right. Um and again that played into to Brandon coming back with me to me with, you know, how can you make take it further? Um but it was it was one of those things where it was like how what do I put her through? What do we put her through? is she going to be okay mixed with, is a therapist going to be able to help me after I'm done with this? (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Which they haven't, by the way. Um, (laughs) And yeah. So again, you know, I, Devaney is, Devaney is great. Not because, not just because she's talented. She is, she's phenomenal in that regard, but Devaney is great because if you give her a character to work on and something uh, to delve herself into, she's going to do that. And she did that with this project. And I think she got to work through a lot of stuff in her own way and at her own pace uh, as they went through that, too. So she didn't really have any issues that I'm from her. But I, I have to imagine, like, there was there was something for her and there had to have been something that took it beyond just a performance for her.
4: Oh, OK. I got I through. Imagine, I can. I can. Uh, I got I through that,
0: that feeling. I got through that without spoiling.
2: <laughs> I didn't <laughs> spoiling so uh, thank you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Not problem. I'll, I'll save my next comment or after show. That way, it still doesn't seem like I'm spoiling. Now, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what was one thing y'all wanted to put into the film that didn't make it, or that you just couldn't get it to work? I know this. This could come, covers all realms—from the acting, from the writing, from the effects.
2: I recall uh, uh, asking Brandon at one point. Um, I do remember asking, "Can we have the wolf another day?" <laughs> Just out of time, and it was like uh, having to kind of write around the length of time they could work with it. Um, but I do remember messaging him one day and being like, "Is there any chance we can keep it for one more day?" And he, you know, he didn't outright come out and say, no, but what's it for? And then I had to come <laughs> up, excuse the wolf um, And I was like, well, I just want to, I want to torture your wife some more. Is that okay?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, that, I think that, that was actually one of those times that ended with, uh, maybe we scale that back a little bit.
0: <laughs> so, so the wolf, obviously, or I'm going to say, obviously, I'm assuming, uh, was a trained wolf for the purpose of yeah. for films film yeah. and television very cool
3: so it wasn't a dog with a wolf costume on it was definitely a wolf oh
0: it was definitely a wolf
4: <laughs>
0: from what I remember from my boy scout days coming across some that walk through my campsite and we were staying in our tents going yeah keep your mouth shut so it doesn't tear the tent yeah it was a wolf mm-hmm. that's so cool it, it was a gorgeous looking wolf yeah <laughs> so uh, what about you Oliver
1: I yes, also're really happy we shot every effect. It was in the, it's one little thing we, we canceled because of time concerns, uh, but all the effects are, we planned. we in the movie. We shot it tell the way we wanted. Uh, so, no, I'm pretty happy with everything we shot. We're on time. Okay. All good. No complaints from from Daphne or I had to apply on her baby, whatever. So she went for a lot. job. Uh, she, she was just professional every
0: day. So, oh. so just just want to confirm: there were no tree branches harmed while making the film. Okay, bad
1: joke.
0: Uh. plus it just didn't come through? <laughs> okay, it was a bad joke. It's okay. I'm notorious for that. Uh, what about you, Venus? Yeah, that's for sure. What's the question? Um, something that you wanted to put or get into the film with your <laughs> well, character?
3: Like to be more, of course. <laughs> well and the thing is, is there's uh, my, my what I really love about this film is that it, it passes the Bechdel test in that uh you got two women talking about something other than a man uh which very rarely happens yes. and that was really kind of why I was like oh you know what I want to do this um and uh to have it being I mean just it's it's really about death and the, her evolution and the, what, what her character is going through. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I really, uh, this is my first time working with Devonie and we've been friends for a while. Um, and, um, I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that we get to do more projects together. Uh, but I, you know, she, she was like, I know it's not that much, but it, it wasn't, it's like, what can we do? You know, it was COVID and right. it was the perfect, it was the perfect thing. But, um, yeah, of course I, I I wish, you know, I could have showed up at the cabin maybe or something.
0: <laughs> Surprise, no. I'm here, you they're not in this party.
3: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, um, I'm very grateful for being able to be a part of this project.
0: The one scene, effects-wise, that um, I want to ask about, when the car goes over the embankment, was that like a CG type process, or did y'all actually push a car over the embankment and then tow it up so you had the final look when y'all were stacks just, outside yeah. the cabins?
1: They couldn't crash your car, so it was just CGI.
0: Okay. And of course, in the car, I'm assuming just cam- the camera's tumbling, not the car. Yeah. Very cool. That worked pretty well, too. Cool. Got any other questions, Derek?
4: I have a lot of questions about the baby, but I can't ask them because it will
0: spoil everything. <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs>
0: I think the baby still's the movie. In all honesty.
4: Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what's next for you guys? What, what 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 are the current projects you're working on, or or future projects you're working on that you can talk about or, or tease us with?
3: I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I get to play my first animated character on a show. Um, I believe it's going to be called Good Times, and it'll be on Netflix. And um, oh, cool! Yeah, this will be the first time I get to actually voice an animated character. And uh, uh, Cree Summer was directing, and I had the most <laughs> amazing experience. And again, this is you know, uh, I we we did it remotely. Um, they were on Zoom, and I was in a recording studio. So it's 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 something else how this has really changed the way that we do things now, but it kind of gives us a little bit more accessibility in that you can be someplace else and still be able to deliver, you know, a performance. So that's what's up yeah, for
2: me. I've heard that.
3: Yeah,
2: I always have a, a few things going on, but um, my big one now is uh, actually working with Brandon and Dey on hopefully their next one. Or um, one of the next ones um, can't really. I don't really want to spoil too much about oh, that. Oh no, but that's uh, fine.
3: Am I in it?
2: <laughs> I mean,
3: <I'm>, uh, <laughs> can you can you put me in it? Well, we'll just say we'll just we'll, we'll talk about this later. We'll
2: talk. About this. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll talk i <laughs> a quick addition. Um, when Brandon messaged me, when she came on to play, what is it Sarah, right, Venus? Oh, my character, Sasha? Sasha, sorry. Um, when I wrote her, I, I just figured to be like a couple line throwaway that they had, they'd have one of their actresses do that they've worked with before. And when he messaged me, he's like, no, Venus DeMilo's going to do it. And I was like, hang on a second. Like, Venus DeMilo. It was one of those names where, like, I know I've heard it or seen it somewhere before, but I couldn't place her. And he's like, you're a 90s kid. Look up, salute your shorts. And I was like, no. <laughs> but was mind blown and super starstruck. So just so you know, Venus, uh, I was starstruck when he told me that you were on the project. So um, if I can cast you in the next one, yes. <laughs> I to, to say to you. Uh, Thank you so much. That's so cool. Thank you so but, much. But um, I will say that the one that I'm working on them for now is a very... Not necessarily out of our wheelhouse, but it's something different. And um, because of oh, a uh, heist heist film, and I'm pretty excited about that. Um, oh, cool. Love that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Brand, when Brandon messaged me, he's like, hey, you want to do something different? And I was like, I'm always willing to take something on for you guys. He was like, this is what we're going to do, and, and pitched me the idea. And he's like, this is what Devaney pitched to me, and and do you think we can run with this? And I was like, yeah, we can run with this. Sorry about that. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll run with it all day. And I was like, but you do know like this isn't my normal genre that I work within or that I'm comfortable in. And he's like, yeah, he's like, it's going to be a growing some growing pains for, for everyone you included. And I was like, I'll still take it on if you guys believe in me. So uh, I'm grateful that they continue to want to work with me I'm grateful for the opportunities that they continue to open up for me it's not just uh, frost but um, you know that moving forward and then we we did crossbreed and escape from Ensenada before that um, yeah they, they continue to give me work I also have the work I'm doing with uh, my co-writer Chad law who's um, an extraordinary action genre producer and writer Um and then a couple of things I'm working on myself, so we'll see what we'll see what 2023 brings. Cool. See if it's any different than the last couple of years.
0: Definitely uh, for all three of y'all. Hopefully, whatever the new projects are, brings y'all back as guests here for sure. Uh, Oliver, what what do um, you have coming up? Right
1: now, called Area 5150. Also, uh, one who Wells is in that, and Phyllis Rose. Uh, just do a few Gore facts for this one. Also, working on a Halloween movie called Creepy Death. Um, also doing a few nice effects for that. Yeah, one more next month called Island Pines. Uh, that would be a fun one. Kind of a slasher with an alien in there. Um, also a bunch of kills and very cool, really cool stuff. So. <laughs> still busy.
0: Well, Robert and Oliver definitely say hello to Melissa and James for us. Uh, I sent y'all a link to, to the episode that they were on and definitely would know, love to have them back on with you guys. And Venus, I have to admit, because I've been staring at Venus Thomas on screen. You said it was Venus DeMille it wasn't until Robert mentioned salute your shorts and I had to go back it's her <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Casey from family matters
3: yeah yeah I was uh Laura uh, Casey well Laura and gosh her other, her other friend's friend <laughs> whenever <laughs> to I took him to the strip club the first time Stefan orkel became Stefan orkel he kissed me and I fainted um huh. I got I got Urkel all hyped up on diet pills. Um, yeah, I, I, I had some a lot of fun working on that show, Family Matters.
0: And then I just saw you mm. recently <laughs> in your younger form as my daughter has discovered Sister Sister.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sister Sister. Huh, yep. It's great. All these shows are back on, so you can yeah. see the, the trip, you and, know. And my daughter on HBO, Sister Sisters on another show, uh, you know, and then they got Smart Guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my
0: daughter turns thirteen uh, next month. Oh, cool! So she's catching. she She's an old spirit. Music wise, she loves she loves the music from the '80s, '70s, '80s, early '90s. She said, oh, stuff that's out there now is crap." Yeah, like, okay,
3: it's true. She's mm-hmm. she knows what she's talking about. That's great. I
0: raised her right. Yes, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna have to tell her that uh, you were on uh, as Sister as as Sister. As
3: as said, hi. I oh will. wait, that's right, Sister Sister. I don't know who I was on Sister Sister. <laughs> uh,
0: according to this, Rochelle, Rochelle, and Debbie.
3: Yeah, that was a couple different people. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, working with the twins was amazing as well. Um, all those shows in the '90s with the live studio audience and shenanigans that were really fun and you know kid friendly. That was yeah. that was it, really it,
0: awesome. And I see you did a episode of a show that I enjoyed back in the day. That was Parker Lewis. Can't lose. Well, I believe love it that or show. not,
3: believe it or not, uh, that is my mom. So really? Did, yeah, because she her name is Venus Thomas. She started acting for a couple of years before she opened up a talent agency and she ran the Thomas talent agency for 18 years. And okay. I was one of her clients. Um, But before she became a talent agent, she did act for a couple of years. And so she was also on In Living Color. She did an episode of In Living Color. Um, So, Hmm. you know, it's like they, instead of telling IMDb, like, okay, it wasn't me. It was my mom. I was like, okay, we'll just leave it on there. (laughs) So we did.
0: Okay. So I'll retract. I love love that show.
3: If if you find that episode, you're going to find my mom on that one, for sure.
4: Uh,
0: That show used to be on crack.
4: From what I've heard, it's. From what I've heard, it's hard to get things changed in IMD, IMDb.
3: Yeah, it can be. But, like, you know, you don't want to take credits out, out of your thing.
4: Sure, you know? sure, sure, sure.
3: And my mom doesn't mind. I mean, she's retired. She's not acting anymore. So she's not, like, trying to put <laughs> her page, you know, alive, you know. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll just, you know, we'll just put it on. <laughs> so- I mean, I didn't do it. They, You know, they just, you know, they just put it on there. But, yeah. It's, it's like right, Wikipedia. Yeah.
0: Something happens on Wikipedia, it's impossible to get it off. Yeah. And then when you try and get the right thing on, you can't get it on. Right. You know it's right. Um, Where can people find you guys online?
3: I'm on Instagram, and I have a fan page on Facebook, um, and it's just my name, Venus DeMilo Thomas. Um, On Instagram, you could put Venus underscore DeMilo, D-E-M-I-L-O underscore Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S. And that'll be the easiest way to find me. Um, and feel free to message me. And yeah, uh, and yeah. also
1: uh, Instagram OliverFX1. I also have my own website, it's MasterOfDisasterFX.com. Showreel and stuff. So yeah.
0: Okay, and Robert. I like that. You lose Robert?
2: Oh no, sorry, I'm here. Um, yeah, all the usual ones: Instagram, Facebook, uh, all under Robert Thompson. So you'll be able to find those on there. And then uh, IMDb, of course. Um, yeah. Any
0: final questions there, Derek? Uh, no, I don't think so. Thank you guys for for joining us. This was a blast. Thanks Great film. Thanks I, for having us. Able to keep it spoiler free.
3: Right. Woo-hoo! Go see Frost. Do it. So good.
0: That, that's my other question I forgot to ask. Shame on me. Oh, yeah. Where can we see the movie? Is it out? If it's not out yet, where can we watch it?
1: That
2: is available. Game, <laughs> <laughs> say that again what what <laughs> uh i do believe that on most vod platforms right now uh i know it's on amazon prime um not Excellent. Typically, but they they should be available on all the major ones
3: and the soundtrack is also available on an lp like a record wow and, but it's really awesome cool so yeah go buy the record too
0: <laughs> very cool that i uh,
4: yeah i did like the music
0: and it. it was good yeah and as i'm wrapping up adding all you guys on instagram
3: yes everybody add us on instagram <laughs>
0: I am doing that now. Well, thank you guys again for for joining us. It it was a total blast. And, you know, like I said earlier, anytime y'all want to come back on, please do and bring bring others from the new projects with you guys.
3: For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: It was our pleasure. Definitely. So go check out Frost on all the video on demand out there because it'd be a great film leading up into that final week of Halloween, just next week or this week as we're, as this Will be released. Um, definitely throw this on there. It's great. Um, like I said, mo- actually more. It's more of a suspense film than it is a horror film. Um, but there, there could be some horror elements that are just quite chilling.
2: So I'm them not- that if it uh, scars any of, uh, I'm not taking the blame for that. Um, (laughs) So
0: I apologize So So on that note uh, This is going to be Until you watch the film It's going to be Leaving you asking Want to know more
2: So